0: Hello, welcome to Film Fandango, the film podcast. That's Buddy scrambling around in the background. My name's David Reid, and this is Marek Larwood. You should explain to new listeners that Buddy is a dog. Buddy is a dog? Not a, not a child or... Not a child or a mentally subnormal human. Uh, Buddy is a dog who hasn't been walked yet today, so or might could, be a bit annoying. He could feasibly be a small
1: boy in a dog costume. Look at him, Marek. I
0: mean, he would have to be severely deformed.
1: A Severely deformed. Small. That makes it worse. That you're dressing up in a in a dog costume. <laughs> it
0: does. Why? He's a dog. I can promise you, he's a dog. You know
1: when they? I've when
0: taken they him to the vets, and they didn't say anything was wrong.
1: But you know when you have the in China you used to bind uh, people's feet. Still so do I think? Yeah. Used to have to stop binding the child so it would fit into the dog costume. I right mean, early. he's
0: very good at running around in a field. For well,
1: you've done that from a er- very early age.
0: Who knows? This is experimentation that. I don't believe you'll get a permit for.
1: Well, we're not here to talk about um, deformed children, but binding, <laughs> binding children into dog costumes.
0: No, we're not. We're here to talk about films. Um, uh, now we're sort of catching up on a few films that we've seen and not talked about yet this week. Uh, basically in preparation as well for talking about scary films next week, because next week is our Halloween episode Yeah. Yeah. so uh, if you have any recommendations for scary films that we could talk about then please go to filmfandango.com and write to us from there Um, because we will be trying to find some of the more esoteric and different ones, hopefully, not just The Thing and Friday the 13th all of this. And I'm
1: going to stretch out my vowels <laughs> all episodes.
0: Your vowels? Vowels. Oh good, not vowels. No vowels. <laughs> okay, because both would be horrific. horrific. Yep. <laughs> so, um, I caught up on a film that somehow came and went Without me even noticing, it had been in cinemas.
1: I was really surprised when you said this has been out. Yeah,
0: there was quite a lot of hype behind it. Wasn't it, it was on buses, and then, <laughs> and, but nobody talked about it. I think probably out of respect for the dead. Well, um, so it's, it's directed by Zowie Bowie. It's directed by Duncan Jones, or also known as uh, Zowie Bowie, um, which is weird and it doesn't rhyme. Um, and it is Warcraft, the film based upon the. Massively multiplayer online RPG game of the same name, World of Warcraft. Um, so, this film sort of disappeared without a trace some time ago, and it's now film... on streaming ser- services. Yeah.
1: So, so I, my take was before you talk about it, yeah. it was absolute shit. But everyone loves David Bowie, and they realised that Duncan Jones had a crap year, so everyone didn't mention it.
0: I'd like to think that was the reason nobody talked about it, yeah, because it did not do well in the English-speaking world. It has done phenomenally well in China, uh, which is an emerging market, because they've stopped pirating things quite so much, apparently. So it probably will get a sequel and spawn more. So he's not hes not uh, had the worst uh, year. He's had a pretty shit year, but he's not had the worst year. Um, but people over here and in America didn't really seem to like it that much it's I, got its core fan base of i course. don't understand what is the story, is, is okay. there a story? Um, did you ever play world of warcraft i
1: know what it is you get a, a similar sort of games where you get your character you start off you have to go you go venturing. you talk to other people you, you start
0: a- as a man or woman wearing a cloth shirt and pants and you meet a, a guard and he says Go kill seventy boar and bring me back their scrotums, and oh, you go yeah, do that. Yeah, I think I've played, and yeah. you slowly go to bigger boar and larger, more jewel encrusted scrotums until you can afford a really big sword. That's basic.
1: Then you go adventuring and things. That's right. And yeah. You can kill other people and not, can't you? And um, you
0: know. only in certain areas, because okay. otherwise people would just be going around slaughtering level one people, which would be not be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> Hugely annoying. Um, So basically World of Warcraft is set in a Tolkien-esque world of orcs and elves and dwarves and humans. um, And wizards and knights and stuff. And this film is exactly that. About the world of the humans being inundated through a portal. By the world of the orcs. Because the orcs world. And they've never met the orcs before. Is dying somewhere across the sea. And so the orcs open a portal to go and invade a new world. So that they can survive. So. uh, That is the story. And there's a king. uh, Who sits on a throne in a city called Stormwind. Played by Dominic Cooper. And it's all anime. It's all computer graphics. No it's not. This is the thing. It's real actors. But. There is an enormous amount of computer graphics. All of the environments. Oh, really? I see. All of the orcs are computer generated creatures because they're about eight foot tall and you know, all it's basically the, the Hulk. They're all the Hulk. Yeah. Um But it's interesting you bring up the CG, because for me, this is the reason it doesn't quite work, is that we went through the CGI heavy epic territory with the Star Wars prequels, and people went doesn't work yeah. doesn't work because every time there's a real person in it they feel added on like Pete and the Dragon uh, I've not seen Pete and the Dragon is that the one with cartoon yeah has it got a real person in a cartoon world though isn't it a yeah. cartoon in the real world a bit world? like
1: in Mary Poppins when there's a crossover
0: sure. or knobs and Broomsticks yeah they go into a cartoon world don't they The football match yeah that's right that's it yeah with is it Lions versus Rhinos or something
1: yeah it's a real it's a, I mean they barely even play football <laughs>
0: Well, basically, it's Bedknobs and Broomsticks for the Fruit Ninja generation. That's a great
1: tagline, <laughs> isn't it? Bed and Broomsticks. I never really watched it, but I watched it probably I started watching it last Christmas. It's really good.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. I watched it many times and only got halfway through because it—it was my friend had it on VHS and I never stayed long enough to watch the bit where they yeah, actually go into the it? cartoon world. I only ever—it was only ever Angela Lansbury talking to some kids. I can't remember what happens at the end of it. I don't remember either. Uh, but anyway Warcraft it's it's got a slightly more nuanced plot than your average fantasy epic in that there is moral ambiguity of both sides the orcs are not perceived as pure evil uh, okay. um, and that was from what I've read Duncan Jones's addition to is the story an orc
1: birthday party or something like that
0: or an orc birthday party no there's a there's a a childbirth and a couple of orcs who you know love their baby so therefore Look, EastEnders yeah, it's, it's a bit like EastEnders with tusks yeah Uh, Lots of good taglines for it, isn't it? it, it, Weirdly, for me, the CGI thing is the massive hurdle. Because it just means it's not quite a cartoon. And it certainly isn't um, a world you can believe in. Because it just has this shine of something that isn't real. And as a result, for me, feels really cheap. Despite the fact it will have cost a fortune. You know, it feels dirt cheap, but it's just some fairly inexpensive actors in a green screen studio, and all the rest has been done in post. Mm. So it's the bloke from Vikings is playing the lead hero, and then uh, Ben Foster is his name. He's in lots of things as a sort of the goalkeeper, uh, England third choice goalkeeper. Is it? Maybe I've got his name wrong. No, his name's Ben Foster. He looks like third choice goalkeeper. He looks like Ryan Gosling's fucked a rat. And oh, had the guy kid. who was in that film I talked about yeah, the other That's yeah, the right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he plays a uh, morally ambiguous wizard called the Guardian. And it's because everyone in it's a bit like, yeah, they're, they're all right, aren't they? <laughs> they're okay. Um, and uh, Paula Patton's in it as a, as a sexy orc lady. Uh, okay. She's from the Mission Impossible films. And it just doesn't work you know, it's not that, it's fine. It's not the kicking boy that everyone said it was at the time. You know, right. You know, uh, it's not absolutely terrible, but there's just real problems with a lack of character in the script. There's very little personality. What's really it. odd about the I've looked up on IMDb. Yes.
1: And the meta score, which is the critics-based score. Aggregated critics, yeah. yeah. Is 32. Out of 100, yeah. Yeah. But the IMDb score is, have a guess... 7.9 7.1 yeah so there's a massive disparity between
0: the critical... but IMDb is is different as well because people just won't bother rating it uh, if they didn't enjoy it particularly unless it made yeah. them cross but i mean it's not a it's not a good film and actually i watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles straight afterwards and it's probably an influence in why the de- the day after rather and it's probably an influence in why te- the Turtles didn't seem so bad because oh, I War- see. it at least had some characters and character stories in it and Warcraft just was a bit weak like it doesn't deserve a franchise it's franchise. called The Beginning which is really it's so <laughs> arrogant isn't it it's just like oh come on it's like that reminds me of um, Masters of the Universe the He-Man film where at the end skeleton. After the credits, Skeletor appears out of lava, that's when he appears clearly water with lights on it, and goes, I'll be back! He just like, no, you won't, mate. You really won't. It's a shame because Skeletor is very a good villain. He is excellent in that. He is excellent. It's the exact same plot, isn't it, Masters of the Universe, as uh, Beastmaster 2? Have you noticed that? I've not seen Masters Universe in such a long time. Uh, anyway, um Warcraft... I've played many hours of World of Warcraft when I was at uh, university. I don't play it anymore. but And, you know, there were little references that I enjoyed. There was a murloc under a bridge that went, and I was like, hey. But that was in, like, the first minute. Um, and that's about it. Um, it's just a bit doff, really. Don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't watch it. Go clean yourself instead. (laughs) That's a good recommendation. Go clean yourself. Right, well I think it's time for this.
1: Here's a letter. It's from James Wicks. Hello boys, girls and canines. Just been catching up... After giving things a rest for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Manic Maric is funny, but a little close to the bone. What?
0: Uh, manic Maric, I assume he's referring to your more recent persona.
1: Manic Maric? Yeah. When have I been manic?
0: I'm not sure.
1: Don't know if I want to read it later now. <laughs> Saw a little sweet coming-of-age drama on TV, and it's one of the hardest genres to put off. I thought Kings of the Summer hit the spot where I, normally I would find it annoying and have many things you, you feel were lacking in SNA. That's what I was talking about. Not everything is explained, it just is. And they and they move on. Every single character is well acted, even the random one-liners, and plausible, even if no one is that cool, really. It didn't feel at all Juno with the language. I hate Juno. The film nicely focuses in on the principal personalities and goes... On doesn't leave you unsatisfied at, at, at the end, which is uh, as so many do. Well worth a watch. Eight Wixies. Uh, what in, was it called? Uh, Kings of the Summer.
0: Kings of the Summer.
1: Um, then he's talking about. Uh, 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 speaking in the 90s, the free to air horror and movie channels in the 90s are getting much better. I saw Bee Monkey, which is an average film but a fascinating sign of the times. A sort of British Reservoir Dogs. Dogs. So I'm trying to concentrate while Buddy's licking his balls next to me. A sort of British Reservoir Why Dogs. Why does that distract you so much? But with the plot... Because he's actually pushing his leg against my arm as I'm reading this. Is it making you uncomfortable? Well, not really. I don't, I don't want to try and lick my face now. Let's try the sentence for the fifth time. <laughs> A sort of British Reservoir Dogs, but without the plot twists and class. Uh, Sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Blah blah blah. Uh, bee monkeys? Yeah, he recommends beer monkeys and a bit more. Oh,
0: beer monkeys.
1: Bee monkeys. B double E or just B? B. B monkey, it's called. B monkey. How do you spell B? Just the letter B? Yeah.
0: <laughs> right, okay.
1: I, won't, I think I've, I've jumped around the place. Anyway, just keep watching the films. Wixie, I've cut that short. Sorry, James. But you did slag me off at the start of it. Um, bee monkey. Well, we'll look out for that then. I apologise for. for One of the worst read emails that I've I've ever experienced, and
0: I was the person doing the reading. That's alright, you know. It is another one. Who's this from? This is from Tim Mason, and he says, Dear Marek, David, Buddy, and another, I recently watched Scott Pilgrim again, and I've forgotten how much I loved it. Quiet, Buddy. I think a lot of it is down to the simple premise from a comic book, and Edgar Wright's jump cut direction. Basically spaced with even more video game references and a massive budget. I can even forgive Michael Cera for being Michael Sarah. What do you think of it? Are there any comics you've read which might translate well to the screen? I reckon Mouse, Nimona, Why the Last Man and Saga would be great. Please don't talk about superhero films. Keep watching the films, Tim. Well... Have you seen Scott Pilgrim? Yes, I remember being really disappointed in it. I've not seen it, so I can't possibly comment.
1: Because I thought Edgar Wright, I was a big, um, although I'm not a huge fan, I like the second, I like Hot 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 Fuzz, Fuzz. I think it's a brilliant film. I
0: really like Hot Fuzz, although I I think it's a bit long, I think it could be shorter. I'm
1: not a big fan of the other two.
0: Right, Um, yeah, it's all right, but I've not, Scott Pilgrim, was it not? It just
1: felt as if it didn't look... Uh, there's something quite English in the, in the humour of Edgar Wright at his best and with his jump cuts. And I thought Michael Sarah's not really the right person for it. It's a long okay. time ago I saw it. I just had really high... One of those films you have high expectations of, it didn't really live up to them. That's okay. all I can remember, because my memory is, as everyone knows, terrible.
0: I think Edgar Wright's good, so I I would catch it at some point. In terms of
1: graphic novels, that should be made into... Um, uh, The uh, into movies mouse would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yes,
0: Um, I'm just looking at my bookcase uh, for inspiration. I mean, yeah, I mean my favourite are Alan Moore's ones, and they're largely unmakeable, um, as has been proven in the past. Yeah, but uh, V for Vendetta is a very uh, mediocre film. Uh, From Hell is a terrible film. So, uh, a good version of From Hell would make a excellent TV show but there's probably too much in it from yeah. for a film uh, Mouse would it make a good film if it was done as an animation with yeah. The cartoons
1: yeah possibly uh, just sticking quite close to the comic book I mean one of the best ones is um, what do you call it oh. what Watchmen no the great comic one with um, Elijah Wood playing the psychopath bloke Sin in it Sin City yeah I think that's it's always done shot for shot. I yeah. think it's a great.
0: F- or three hundred, but yeah, is it's, it like three? Yeah, yeah, but Sin
1: City is amazing. There's a comic called Madman, which I really loved The first, it's quite mental. Right. I think that really what was. It would feel a bit like the film we talked about last week, Swiss Army Man. Yeah. In fact, it's totally mental.
0: Yeah, I, it's mostly the ones I've enjoyed. I think would make TV shows better. So Fables, for instance, which is about characters from fairy tales. Uh, having to escape their own land to live in modern-day New York and use magic to cover up who they really are. And it would make a fantastic TV show, but a film, there's just too much in it, really. And too many characters, really, for it to to work. But, um, I don't know, maybe their best being their own medium... You know.
1: Yes, I do think in, in many of the cases that is true, yeah. David. I mean, sometimes yeah.
0: the best source material for a film is actually a short story, isn't it? Rather these long, sprawling uh, epics.
1: You are right again, Thank David, you. on that Thank one. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, well, what, I, what have you seen? Well, I, went, uh, I talked briefly last week about films on planes. I flew Virgin Atlantic. I was really looking forward to... Um, I feel when I went on holiday recently, I'm looking forward to having some good films I hadn't seen in the cinema. Yes, I was sorely disappointed.
0: Oh dear, is it not? Are they not the people to watch films on their planes? Then no, there's
1: there's a good selection of things, but the whole time when it used to be you're watching films before they come out seems to have gone. It seems to be just. Oh, I've seen most of those. Can I ask as
0: well, what were the screens like? Pretty rubbish. Because I, well, I can't remember what airline it was, but last time I was on a plane, the screen was tiny. Ooh. And like um, like the worst laptop screens, there's only a very specific angle yeah. that you could watch it on. And as soon as the guy in front tilted his chair back, there was no angle I could actually see the screen on.
1: Well, that's the thing. I think I almost didn't want to watch any films because... You, you, I watched Midnight Special, which I was very disappointed in.
0: Yeah, it's it was, not great, is it?
1: Well, I heard such good things about it. But one of the problems was that film was so dark Yeah. a lot of the time and the screen was so rubbish. Well, that's it. The, black, it's the
0: darks disappear quicker yeah, right, on that could, angle. There's no... I watched Whiplash and a lot of that's very dark. Yeah. And so you could only see the the, the lightest bits of the screen. So
1: I thought, do you know what? I was going to watch a documentary. Yeah. Um, Because you're safe so then. It doesn't really have to yeah, be yeah, yeah. it. It's not. There's no real cinematography in most of them.
0: Well, it's, it's all. You could almost be listening to a radio player or a podcast. Yeah, for a lot of them as well.
1: So, and I chose a good, a real corker. Someone's talked about it before. It's called Weiner. Now there was um, a politician called who was a really high flying young politician in, in the states, whose name, unfortunately, and for the film, really fortunately, is, is Anthony Weiner. Anthony
0: Weiner. Or oh, a wiener. Um, this story will be familiar to our American listeners because I think it was quite notorious in the papers in America, wasn't well, it's it? But it, it, we, it incredible. May, may not have come over here. Yeah, it's
1: a gold mine for, um, and luckily I didn't know anything about it, And um, someone talking about it briefly in a letter. Uh, so he was a congressman and he was quite vocal and uh, stood up for all this medical care for the people in 9 11 that they got stuff. And it was quite, yes. very, very popular until he accidentally tweeted a picture of his penis through his pants that uh, he was supposed to be sharing with and it came out that he'd been sending dick pics to a lot and he's married with a newborn baby right uh he'd been sending dick pics to a lot of women on the internet and his wife was just uh, and they were following him as uh, they had his documentary and following him The aftermath of that. Yeah. So he does that. His career collapses. His wife, who's also a high-flying politician, really respected, and she's an advisor to Hillary Clinton. Right. Her main advisor. So quite a a power couple. He decides to come back and run for the New York mayor in 2015. Right. And they're following him through that campaign. And that the honesty you get, the access they get, it's quite incredible for uh, a politician. you know. He's pretty unguarded. Right. And you've got him sort of on, on the campaign. Then something happens on the campaign.
0: I've heard about what and happens.
1: And things get worse. I <laughs> won't spoil it for you, but he's quite odious, but also at the same time charismatic, but horrific c- character. Right. Who is, I'm mean, using that cliche, I couldn't make you up, that
0: yeah, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I, I really thoroughly recommend it when this comes out, or if you fancy a good documentary that it feels like it has got a, a whole story in it.
0: Yeah. It, it does sustain itself. It's also strangely relevant at the moment, isn't it? Because it doesn't matter what you've done in your past. If you've got a weird sex thing, then the American people will not accept you. They are a country born of Puritans, <laughs> ultimately, yeah. aren't they? Um, but this, I think they did sort of... New York is a bit more
1: liberal... And the rest of the, you know, it's, yeah, you know a lot yeah. of people were saying, oh, he, and he did the whole thing of oh, I made a mistake. Everyone has a second chance, and they like that that, that sentiment. But even with the sort of the Clinton-Trump debate, yeah, I, just, I was in
0: no way condoning Trump's uh, rapey language. By the way, I mean, it's just He deserves everything he gets, and maybe more will have come out uh, by the time this airs as well.
1: Just descends into into. There's no politics; it's just personalities, and it's yeah, depressing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But we know I I've heard a lot of people say it's a really good film. Um so I'm glad that is true. <laughs> I think it's it, it is a, a
1: real fascinating and enjoyable watch. Uh and his wife is a, it, it, watching his, how his wife copes with it is tragic and and really make I don't know why she married him in the first place. But there's a whole sort of other character to it yeah, other than yeah. him and his whole team as well what they think of it it's, I won't say any more watch Wiener
0: great watch Wiener don't watch Warcraft
1: that's that's our two films with W's we should just it. Do go for basically
0: shouldn't we we should do I mean that would be a lot of work for us to do that so should well, we not do that let's not do that great well there's a plan there's a plan um, that's it for this week but as I said at the beginning we will be back next week for our Halloween special so if you have a particularly scary film you'd like to share with the rest of the listeners then please do get in contact with us filmfandango.com and click on the contact form also we do all of this for free so if you would like to donate towards our running costs so that we can keep going then please again go to our website filmfandango.com and click on the donate button Uh, Yes, and everyone who has thank you very much
1: thank you it really helps us out thank you we will be back
0: next week keep Keep watching watching the films. films flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans